Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think people need to be able to go outside, and I know that Secretary Sutters would say for the mental health of people, they need to be able to go outside. And certainly having people practice appropriate social distancing when they do is critically important. Uh, with all of this adulation that you're getting for doing your job, are you thinking about running for president? Tell the audience. No. No. No, you won't answer? No, I answered. The answer is no. No, you're not question. thinking about Sometimes it? Sometimes it's one word. I said no. Today I'll be informing the federal government and the Department of Education specifically that standardized tests will not take place in New Hampshire this semester. And it will go away, and we're going to have a great victory. And it's people like you and CNN that say things like that, that uh, it's why people just don't want to listen to CNN anymore. You could ask a normal question. The statements I made are, I want to keep the country calm. I don't want panic in the country. I could cause panic much better than even you. I could do much. I would make you look like a minor league player. But you know what? I don't want to do that. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another edition of TV in the Middle right here on AM 680 WRKO. We continue to broadcast from our Beacon Hill, Beacon, our Foxford Home Studio. Brought in my custom-made Dr. Pepper stool lightning. I haven't used it until today, but I feel like it's given me a little extra something there. Needed it. Dr. Pepper in the house. Uh, we got a lot on the show today. Congressman Stephen Lynch is going to join us in about 10 minutes, and i got a lot to ask him about, including what the president tweeted about not too long ago. It's an idea he's floated since 2016, and I have hated the idea. Don't hate it so much in soon to be April of 2020, however, where that's one of the topics that we got on the table today. So we will talk to Congressman Stephen Lynch in about uh, 10 minutes. Sound bites of the month. It is March 31st, so we get sound bites of the month coming up a little bit later in the show. Lightning's got a flash she's working on. Uh, efforting and very close to getting a very interesting guest for 2 o'clock. I can say no more, but I'm looking forward to that. If we can pull that off, we'll see. In the meantime... Uh, truncated open here so that we can carve out as much time as possible for Stephen Lynch. So I want to get right to this, okay? It seems like on a daily basis now, there are these moments that allow you to decide who you are and who you're going to be going forward. You just heard Bill O'Reilly talking about in his O'Reilly update that, you know, people are getting nasty, people are getting snarky, and maybe you ought to take a step back and evaluate some of this stuff. But look, I... It's 100% true based on what I saw happen yesterday, and I don't get this. Now, full disclosure, MyPillow is, of course, an advertiser on this show. I am a proud user of MyPillow. I love our business uh, relationship with MyPillow. And so, obviously, with that being said, I'm going to talk about Mike Lindell and what went on in the White House yesterday. But it's got nothing to do with our sponsorship relationship and our business relationship here at WRKO with MyPillow. And what I just, it makes no sense to me what happened on Twitter yesterday and all across social media. And 
I just got to address this a little bit. So President Trump gathers some business leaders yesterday who are changing their business, ramping up their business to make masks, to make ventilators, to make gowns, any sort of PPE, anything they can do to help this country in this time of great need and of huge crisis. And one of those companies, as you guys found out last week in our WRKO exclusive, is my pillow. Michael Lindell told us last week that he was completely changing his business and putting 75% of it into making masks because he had been getting calls from hospitals up in Minnesota saying, we don't have anything, we don't have anything, is there anything you can do? And he thought about it and said, geez, here's what we can do. And so at the time we talked to him, he was hoping that they would be able to make eight to 10000 a day. Well, now it's been a little over a week, and they've ramped it up, and they're going to be making 50,000 masks. So, among other leaders, Trump had Mike Lindell at the White House yesterday to talk about that a little bit. And towards the end of it, Mike asked if he could say something a little more personal, and this is what happened. Gave us grace on November 8, 2016, to change the course we were on. God had been taken out of our schools and lives. A nation had turned his back on God. And I encourage you to use this time at home to get to home to get back in the word, read our Bibles and spend time with our families. Our president gave us so much hope where just a few short months ago, we had the best economy, the lowest unemployment and wages going up. It was amazing. With our great president, vice president and this administration and all the great people in this country praying daily, we will get through this and get back to a place that's stronger and safer than ever. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Please come on up. I did not know he was going to do that, but he's a friend of mine, and I, I do appreciate it. Thank you, Mike. So as I'm listening to that again, it boggles my mind that that was in any way controversial. I, It's just hard for me to understand it, but it has become a thing. So people, especially on the left, went to Twitter yesterday and started ripping the, quote, my pillow guy, and we're all over that. And it became a battle where you were either on Mike Lindell's side or you were opposed to Mike Lindell based on that speech right there. So as near as I can tell, there are two schools on this that don't like what happened there. One is the initial rip was how dare Trump let people go make commercials for their business at the White House. I'll address that one right off the top. I, To me, the president ought to tweet out today, look, anybody who's got a business that's going to be able to contribute 50,000 masks a day, a week, a month to our nurses and doctors and hospital workers, you get 30 seconds in the Rose Garden. That ought to be standard now. I don't care what Mike Lindell wants to say, short of telling people to commit crimes. If Mike Lindell wants to take 30 seconds after revamping his entire business model to try and help us fight coronavirus, that's fine with me, and it ought to be fine with you. By the way, for those that are upset that Mike was there and you know got to sing the praises of his business, you know who else was there? Let's put it this way. Can anybody name any other business that was there and that was allowed to speak yesterday? I'll tell you, because you probably can't, but... Procter & Gamble was there. The CEO of Jockey was there. United Technologies Corporation was there. There were several businesses there that have changed what they do to help us combat the coronavirus. And the president had them there 
for two reasons. One is to let you know that we're on this. People keep screaming about the War Powers Act, the War Powers Act, the War Powers Act. Well, Jockey, Procter & Gamble, UTC, and my pillow. They didn't need the War Powers Act to tell them to change what they're doing and ramp up production to help the country. And they did it. So Trump's got that there, A, to show you that big companies are working hard for America. B, if you haven't yet done so with your company, maybe think about it. Get inspired, whatever. He did the same thing a couple of weeks ago. You may recall when he had the heads of CVS, Walgreens, I think Walmart was there. He had those guys there. That was the day that the stock market went up 10% after that presser. And the idea was to let you know that all the pharmacies are working together and we're trying to figure out what to do and we're trying to make sure that we can get the best information as this thing's coming in. And you know what I didn't hear then? I didn't hear anybody complaining about CVS is using the White House as a backdrop for his business. But somehow when they do it now with the, quote, my pillow guy, as the people ripping him were saying, people got their knickers in a knot. I just find it ridiculous. For example, Charlie Baker yesterday started his daily press briefing with this. Well, New Balance will begin manufacturing face masks for those battling coronavirus. They're producing prototypes in their Lawrence manufacturing facility and hope to scale production using their other New England factories soon. By harnessing the capabilities of Massachusetts skilled manufacturers, we'll be able to get gear into the hands of our frontline workers faster. So Charlie Baker started his thing by singing the praises of New Balance. You got a problem with that? I sure as hell don't. Bravo, New Balance. Love it. By the way, Brooks Brothers, outstanding. Love it. You can't give enough shouts out to these companies and these corporations. So was Charlie out of line by giving a, quote, commercial to New Balance? Of course not. And Trump wasn't out of line by letting Mike Lindell speak either. And that gets to the the issue number two. People had a problem with him speaking, number one, which I don't understand. And then with what he said, and it was the God thing. And the fact that he was telling people to revisit the Bible and to pray. And with doing that, we can all get through this. Look, I've told you guys for a lot of times now and a lot of you have issues with it. I'm not I'm not a big God guy. I was raised Catholic, but I am not Catholic now and I'm not a big God guy. In no way did Mike Lindell who is a born again Mike Lindell talking about God in no way did that bother me in any way and why would it bother you? I just don't understand where people are coming from on this and I think you're way out of line. And I've got a lot of people on my personal Twitter telling me, you don't get it, VB. This isn't a time for political statements. And how come he gets to say what he wants without the other side? The guy's making 50,000 masks a week. How much are you making? I mean, I hate to be that guy, but he's helping. So for 30 seconds, he talked about God. Who the hell cares? Fine. Great. Now get back to work, everybody. Man, people got to wake up, smarten up. And you got to ask yourself. Is what I'm complaining about something that's actually helping here? And if you got a problem with Mike Lindell, you got a problem. I just don't get where you're coming from. All right, when we come back, that's my preachiness for the day, Lightning. We may revisit that topic in a little bit later in the show. Congressman Stephen Lynch is going to join us when we come back. i got a ton to talk to him about, including what the D.C. mayor said yesterday. We will do that when we return. It's VB. You're in the middle today right here on RKO. <laughs>
so much going on in the country right now, so much going on here in Boston, and so much going on in Washington right now. One man is connected to all of those things. It's Congressman Stephen Lynch of the 8th District. It has been a while since we have chatted with him, but it is my pleasure to bring him back to WRKO. Hey, Congressman. Hey, VV. How are you doing there? Long time no speak. How are you doing? Uh, doing all right. We're hanging in. Uh, lots going on, but uh, uh, just trying to you know, stay stay connected and uh, try to make sure that uh, the, the, the health care professionals and first responders in my district have everything they need. Uh, that's been a struggle, but uh, there's a lot going on. You know, we, we've got uh, people stuck overseas that uh, we're working with, uh, you know, the governments in Morocco and Honduras and, and, and other places uh, trying to get people home. So even though even though we're on skeleton crew, I've got a couple of people in each of my offices. There's still an awful lot going on. Are you in Southie now, or are you still in D.C.? Yeah, no. Uh, they sent after the vote on Friday. They sent us home, and uh, so we're on call. But uh, we have uh, several uh, telephone conferences and briefings a day. Uh, depend like today we have uh, uh, Jay Clayton from the uh, Security Exchange. Uh, commission that's going to do a briefing for us at three o'clock we have fema yesterday so uh basically agency heads and uh uh committee chairs give us briefings on what's going on in each of the areas that we're we're focused on insofar as you can tell me something that went on in that fema briefing yesterday that either you didn't know or that people would like to know give me a little peek behind the curtain sure well uh you know, there's a disconnect between uh, the way uh, FEMA nationally is is portraying the supply of uh, PPE and ventilators and what we're seeing at the end of the pipeline. You know, uh, I went down to the uh, Kearney Hospital uh, a few days ago just to see what they were dealing with. Uh, in many cases, they are using an extended life protocol for their their uh, N95 masks, uh, you know, one per- Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Per day instead of one per patient, uh, as well, uh, the availability of uh, ventilators is, is down. I, I went over to the VA hospital in Brockton a few days ago. Uh, they have limited supply of PPE, very concerned about that as well. Yet, uh, if you listen to the call, uh, you wouldn't think the shortage was, was out there. So there's, there's a disconnect or a delay between, you know, when this equipment is, is being uh, issued and, and when it's being received. 
we're also getting very small shipments. Uh, even when uh, equipment comes in, it's only enough for two or three days uh, at any any one hospital or any any one facility. So that that's still a major problem. Uh, tests have got a little bit better, uh, but still we're we're very short uh, in our community health centers on on uh, tests to be able to uh, ascertain whether a person you know has has the coronavirus or not. So in some cases, the inability of uh, the inability to test, they have to you know, send that person home to self-quarantine, and they're usually with their families. So I, I think that this, until we get enough PPE and enough tests to do full-spectrum testing, I think we're always going to be behind the curve. And I, I think when the tests are available, when the PPE is available, uh, we're going to see our numbers spike tremendously in this area. So you're a guy who's done a lot of traveling. I think you've been on a plane within the last week. You've been to several hospitals within the last week. Have you been tested? Uh, no, I don't have any symptoms. So they don't want they want they don't want to test people unless you've got some type of uh, symptom. Uh, I do want to say I, I so I flew down for the vote on Friday. Uh, no one in the airport at all. Uh, you know, except for you know the people taking the tickets. Uh, you know. Full, you know, on a uh, major aircraft, uh, there were six people total, including the the flight attendant. So, uh, and, and uh, well, I guess it was eight, including the pilot and co-pilot. But uh, on a plane, you know, I, I took the 7 o'clock shuttle, so that's usually prime time, you know, rush hour. And uh, like I say, uh, six people, maybe, maybe five passengers, maybe, uh, on the entire plane, everybody very much spread out. So... Uh, I don't think it, you know, air, air travel today uh, presents the same risk that it, it did uh, in normal times. So you were in D.C. on Friday. You saw what the D.C. mayor announced yesterday. She said that if people get caught not social distancing and not following the rules, they could either get a $5,000 fine or they're going to throw them in jail. I mm. mean, look. I guess, first of all, your reaction to that, since you know the area and you work down there, one, two, is this coming to Boston at some point? Uh, I don't know if it's enforceable. Uh, you know, uh, I, I think that may be a bit extreme, uh, the fine part of it. Uh, I think she's trying to get a message across, right, uh, that, that she wants this adhered to. Uh, she's trying to protect the people uh, of D.C. She's doing her best. Uh, so... I'm not going to criticize her for that, but I, I think there might be a, a, uh, a more manageable way to, to get that message across. And, well, and, uh, encourage I mean, I'm not criticizing her either. I, Gina Raimondo, the governor of uh, Rhode Island, as you well know, said, we don't want anybody from New York coming here, and we want to quarantine them right immediately if they get in. She took some flack for that, but I think that makes sense, don't you? I mean, New York is clearly the hot spot. Why are we just letting people travel from New York wherever they want to go? Well, I think we're all going to spend time in the barrel at some point. Uh, you know, look, uh, just constitutionally, I, I, I just, uh, I, I think there's there's an opportunity for everyone to uh, take reasonable steps. Just because you're you're, you know, you you have New York plates on your car, uh, you know, doesn't necessarily mean that you know the governor of of uh, of Rhode Island has the ability to pull you over, haul you out of the car, or or, or turn you around. Uh, we've got to have a, a much more 
I think that was an overreaction, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, we've got situations where, for example, you know, I oversee the the VA system, which is a, a, a multi-state uh, network. It's it's all the New England states. So there are going to be reasons for for people that operate in that system to travel from state to state uh, to take care of our people. You know, it, I think I think you know putting a a blanket ban that you can't leave your state is uh, you know it can can be you know counterproductive and and, and damaging. So you know I, I think that's a bit of an overreach. Let's let's try to limit uh, you know travel. Make sure it's uh, you know it's not just uh, tourism. Make sure people are taking reasonable precautions. But, but I also think there will be instances where people will have to go from state to state. We can you've limit seen, it. Uh, I think you've seen this, but there's this online petition that Cape residents are signing. They want the bridges closed, the two bridges to get onto the Cape, and they only want year-end residents to be allowed there and or delivery trucks. Again, I assume you're not in favor of that, but you, you can at least understand where people from the Cape are coming from, right? Well, where does it end, though? Where does it end? Uh, okay, so I'm, uh, you know, I live in, if I live in Dorchester, uh, and they've just designated the county hospital as a coronavirus, uh, hospital, uh, do, do I, do I oppose that? Uh, we just had the Army Corps of Engineers review the South Boston Convention Center, uh, you know, a million square feet, uh, for, for potentially putting in, uh, you know, emergency facilities there to deal with, uh, coronavirus patients do i oppose that because you know because it's going to be in south boston a few blocks from my house uh you know you know times oh, like I, look i agree the, this is tricky best, stuff best, but well, people are scared can, though that's the thing right congressman I, I mean yeah but it can bring the best out look i also see the other side of the coin too I see what, you know, our nurses are doing every single day and our first responders are doing every day. Uh, you know, MS Walker, which is, a, you know, a, a spirits distillery, uh, stopped their production, turned it around, and is now producing uh, uh, hand sanitizer instead of uh, spirits. Yep. You know, the, the brewers are doing the same thing. Uh, the Pipefitters Union the other day, you know, they shut all the jobs down in Boston, so those men and women are out of work. What did they do? They turned around and they, they, you know, they typically use respirators and uh, and uh, PPE on the job. They they rounded up thousands of sets and went down to the Manic Community Health Center in Quincy, which was running out, and they donated all that, uh, you know, all that PPE to the health center. So you see instances where this brings out the best in people as well. Unfortunately, you know, there are those who would like to you know, put walls up and, and just hunker down. And I, I understand that's a natural, that's a natural instinct, but I would hope that it would also tap into our, our uh, better angels as well. Let me ask you a different question. Congressman Stephen Lynch joins us on the WRKO listener line. I live in Boxford, very rural town, a lot of space. A lot of people here have yards, myself included. One of the ways I'm dealing with this social distancing, stay-at-home thing is that I get my kids out as much as possible so they can burn energy or whatever. In a, in a place like South Boston where you have triple-decker next to triple-decker next to triple-decker, et cetera, and there are no yards, how logistically how are people dealing with this? They're doing pretty well. Uh, you know, 
I, I will say that, you know, people are jogging uh, later in the day, evenings, when there's, you know, fewer people around. Uh, you know, I, I, I do worry about, you know, when we get a couple of these first warm days that, you know, usually draw thousands of people to Castle Island or along the beach. So uh, people are going to have to be very careful about that. Um, but for the most part, uh, families are, uh, are doing the right thing. It's, uh, you know, there's no one, virtually no one on the street. Uh, so, Does that blow your are, mind, by the sure. way? Because it's just like that's something you never thought you'd see in your life. Right, right. Uh, you know, the, the trip through the airport uh, the other day was, was uh, really, really, uh, yeah, it, it was bizarre. You know, because I'm used to flying at rush hour and, you know, you're bumping up against each uh, people and flights are coming in, flights are going out. That whole environment, uh, to have it so that, you know, you, you don't see another human being the entire concourse uh, and uh, it's completely shut down, really, really did strike home. You know, I, I think there's certain settings where it all of a sudden it just hits you, you know, and that was me uh, yesterday was watching this makeshift hospital go up in central park. I'm like, this isn't the civil war. What are we doing building 10 hospitals, but we have no choice. Uh, your airport travel leads me to this question, by the way, can we get congressional remote voting at some point? I mean, can we set up a Congress zoom or something? Is there any reason for you guys to have to be in the same room at this point? Can't we figure out a way so that you can vote from South Boston? Well, we can we can do that. Uh, we're going to have to, under the rules, uh, you know, we're going to have to vote on that at some point. We did vote the other day, and, and what we did was, you know, we shut the Capitol down, uh, and we only allowed members of Congress on the floor, no staff. Uh, and instead of just sitting in our seats, we we went up and I went up into the balcony, the gallery, uh, and we spread out there. So we were able to maintain distancing, but we had... Uh, I think probably over 300 members of Congress when we approved that coronavirus uh, stimulus package. Uh, but like Seth Moulton couldn't vote because he's under quarantine. Like that's crazy. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, I think they'll they'll visit that. They'll revisit that. Uh, there was, you know, Speaker Pelosi was saying that Congress should be, you know, if we're going to be captain of the ship, we got to be the last ones off the ship, and so. Uh, you know, there is that sense of responsibility and, and being present and, uh, you know, demonstrating our uh, willingness to stay on the job. So so there is that, that tendency. I think a lot of members would like to continue to do their jobs, including me. But I, but I do think that at some point we present a risk to each other and to the wider community if we continue to uh, get together like that. So we're going we're gonna to have to revisit the rules and uh, – and there will be occasions we're going to have to go with uh, uh, with with remote voting. It may not be from home. It may be, uh, you know, proximate voting. It may have to be from our offices, our district offices in our states or something like that. But but, yeah, I think I think these circumstances require us to revisit the rules. Is there any way we could do that in November 2020 if somehow, like Fauci says, we get a second wave of this thing? There's no way we could have a presidential election <laughs> via remote voting, is there? No. Uh, what we have to do, though, is we have to make sure that the United States Postal Service uh, is funded. Because if, if they're going to 
conduct a major, and I, and I, I think this is where we're heading, a major vote-by-mail uh, pr- process, early voting, vote-by-mail uh, process as well, they're going to have to have the resources uh, necessary to make sure that we have a, 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 you know, an election that has integrity and that has full participation. There still ha- will have to be some type of um, extended voting, though. I, I think, uh, you know, in-person voting will have to be part of that, but it may be, it may be regulated based on, you know, where you live, uh, and, uh, you know, bring people in slowly over a number of days to conduct all of that in-person voting so that we don't compromise each other and, and also the, the poll workers. But there's, there's certainly going to have to be some adjustments made to make sure that this election goes forward on time and, uh, and in a way that we can rely on the results. Two more questions for you, Congressman Stephen Lynch, and I really appreciate the time. I'll let you go. Uh, One, the president, Donald Trump, tweeted out today. He's been pushing this since. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. 2016, but he wants an infrastructure bill now. He says $2 trillion. He calls it stage four of the, the relief effort. Uh, are you in favor of that, number one? Number two, how many $2 trillion things can the government afford before we start to have serious, serious financial concerns? Well, uh, number one, I'm, I'm fully on board uh, with the president's idea there. Um, you know, to be honest with you, you know, when he was elected, he, his reputation was being a builder. And I thought that's the first thing he would do is because we are so desperately in need of of infrastructure in this country. We have, I believe, uh, 46,000 bridges that are structurally deficient. Uh, we've got major problems with, you know, issues like broadband across the country. That's that's also part of our infrastructure package. So I, I think you would have near unanimity on, on putting forward a $2 trillion uh, infrastructure bill. Look, we need to do that anyway. We have, we have uh, delayed uh, maintenance and and rebuilding on our infrastructure, that's not that's not work that uh, we're just choosing to do 
to stimulate the economy. That needs to happen anyway. A rail, uh, you know, we've got to upgrade our, our transportation system in a big way. It would help uh, Governor Baker, I, I think, uh, on, on the transit issues. So I think he would get widespread support to do that. And as far as, you know, increasing the debt, that's work that should have been done anyway. So it's not like we're just doing it to, you know, to stimulate the economy, uh, although the timing certainly helps. I think that uh, there, we need to revisit the restrictions on uh, construction site operations. Uh, I personally think, having worked 20 years as an iron worker, uh, there are some jobs that could go forward uh, right now in the city uh, that if proper protocols were introduced, you could do it safely without contaminating or putting uh, members at risk. You'd have to do split shifts so you don't have a lot of people on the job site at the same time. But these are iron workers that are setting steel. They're, they're you know, laborers uh, that are pouring concrete. They're carpenters that, that are putting up forms that aren't in direct contact with each other and could go forward. But we would need, we would need uh, you know, DPH and, and uh, OSHA and the mayor's office to be able to, you know, it's going to have to be a job site by job site uh, deal where uh, you actually get a permit for your job to operate. Uh, we can even, you know, split things so that, you know, material delivery happens at night uh, when there are no people on the job. The, the teamster can just drop the material, drop the trailer, doesn't even have to deal with anybody. And then when the crew comes in in the morning, they're just dealing with the product and not, not having to interface with other people as well. Of course, you know, I think the union apprenticeship programs would be ideal for teaching people, uh, you know, PPE protocol and coronavirus protocol so that uh, they're, they're fully cognizant of the steps they need to take to stay safe. But, I, I you know, I, I, I think we can get people back to work much faster. And if we're going to pass this, this $2 trillion transportation bill, uh, the jobs need to, you know, you can't just give people money and then tell them to stay home. They're going to have, we're have to, we're going to have to figure out how to get these jobs operational. We're going to have to uh, re-educate people in a way before they go on the jobs. Fortunately, we have, you know, we have quick testing where you get, you know, within 10, 15 minutes, you can test people before they go on the job, whether whether or not they are, uh, you know, positive. Uh, and I, I think there's ways, other ways as well, temperature uh, monitoring as well for people coming on and off the job. I think there's a way to get that done. But it's gonna, we're going to have to relearn a, a whole new, new set of skills uh, in terms of, uh, you know, operating these jobs safely. Congressman Lynch, uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Be safe. Keep doing what you're doing. And uh, don't be a stranger at RKO. Keep us updated, okay? All right. Thank you, VB. Good to join you. Take care. Always good chatting with you. I really appreciate it. We are way over time. Let's take a break. It's VB. You're in the middle on WRKO. I think people need to be able to go outside. And I know that Secretary Sutters would say for the mental health of people, they need to be able to go outside. And certainly having people practice appropriate social distancing when they do is critically important. Uh, with all of this adulation that you're getting for doing your job, are you thinking about running for president? Tell the audience. No, no. No, you won't answer? No, I answered.
The answer is no. No, you're not question. thinking about Sometimes it? Sometimes it's one word. I said no. Today I'll be informing the federal government and the Department of Education specifically that standardized tests will not take place in New Hampshire this semester. And it will go away, and we're going to have a great victory. And it's people like you and CNN that say things like that, that uh, it's why people just don't want to listen to CNN anymore. You could ask a normal question. The statements I made are, I want to keep the country calm. I don't want panic in the country. I could cause panic much better than even you. I could be much, I would make you look like a minor league player. But you know what? I don't want to do that. Hour number two of BB in the middle on AM 680 WRKO. My thanks to Congressman Stephen Lynch for joining me. I appreciated the discussion, and I thought we covered a lot of ground. Some of you on the lines clearly have a difference of opinion with me on that. And so we are going to get to your calls in just a second. A number of things to go over, including uh, Chris Cuomo from CNN has now tested positive, And Andrew Cuomo was talking about that earlier today. Uh, Lightning, you got that soundbite? Let's just play that right now if we can. This is Andrew Cuomo talking about his brother testing positive. My brother Chris uh, is positive for coronavirus. Found out this morning. Uh, he is going to be fine. He's uh, young, in good shape, uh, strong, not as strong as he thinks, but uh, he will be fine. So I hope that's true. I wish Chris Cuomo uh, all the best and a speedy recovery, as I do everybody. Uh, the 170, almost 175,000 people now in the United States that have had it and or have it. I do think that's absolutely naive from the governor of New York to say that. He can't possibly know that his brother is going to be fine. And that is sort of a false bravado thing to people. If you're young and fit, you'll be fine. Anybody know somebody who's young and fit who's had this that is either in deep trouble now or has passed away? I do. I do. And everybody's going, how can this happen? So I think I, I totally understand why Andrew Cuomo said that. And it's it's about himself as much as anything and trying to reassure himself. I get it. However, people got to be careful with this stuff. And just because Andrew Cuomo or Chris Cuomo or any Cuomo or anybody is, quote, fit, doesn't mean anything. You can get sick and... It attacks everybody differently. We don't have a handle on this thing. We, we've we heard enough stories of young people getting this and going down. So just be careful when you hear that and when somebody says, ah, he'll be fine. Like, do what you need to do, take your precautions, and then, for God's sakes, get treated if you have it and let the medical professionals handle it. That's my PSA on the day on that one. All right, let's go to the phones. We talked to Stephen Lynch in the last hour, and a lot of you have some thoughts on that interview. Paul is in Raynham. Haven't heard from Paul in a while. Paul, welcome back to VB in the Middle. Hey, VB. How Good you doing, Paul? You. Good, thank you. Thanks it for calling nice. in. It would be nice to see you move up from slow pitch to fast pitch next time when you uh, <laughs> are talking to the – Congressman, you know, what I'd like to know is why don't you ask them why the construction in the city of Boston only got shut down, considering construction is considered under state regulations a necessary, I mean, a essential service. Because we're working everywhere else, just so you know. No, I, know I do know. Happy to, I mean, 
Because the thing is, is construction's not one of these things where you're, you know, on an assembly line or you're not in a McDonald's or whatever where you're crowded in with a bunch of people. You're out there swinging a hammer or laying your pipe or your wire or whatever, and you're kind of on your own. So it's not as, for one, it's not as interactive, and two, it is necessary. You know, people who are waiting to move into that house. People are waiting to move into that building. Um, but so so a couple of things. One, the, the question that you wanted asked and or answered is much more appropriate for Marty Walsh than it is for Stephen Lynch. Lynch is an elected official, obviously, and he, he expressed a similar uh, feeling as you, but he doesn't really get to make that call. Secondly, Paul, this is one of those discussions, right? Like in Massachusetts... There are a number of golf courses that are closed. And I think to myself, why are golf courses closed? Then there are other golf courses that are open, and people are getting pissed at those golf courses for being open. So part of it is, man, if people see everybody else or anybody else just acting normal and doing what they feel like doing, people get upset. And so why is my business shut down? I could do social distancing, but these guys get to work, et cetera, et cetera. And the, and the trick is, how do you have, like you, Paul, so Paul's on the honor system to do the social distancing thing. And then you know and I know, because we've seen it, these social shamers are out there. They're just looking for that one picture of a bunch of you guys sitting down having your sandwich at lunch going, look at these bleeping guys, look at these bleeping guys, and then you've got a problem on your hands. Well, you know, i got to say, the worst virus we got going around isn't the coronavirus, it's our neighbors. You know, the people are creating more panic and more problems than, than if we just be good to each other and not be so quick to be up each other's backside and or hoard the necessities from our neighbors. If we instead were taking care of our neighbors, we wouldn't have half the problems we're having right now. Paul, that's well said. I appreciate the call. Don't be a stranger, by the way. You know that. Uh, I will tell you this, by the way. Lightning, what is my big thing? I don't understand, and I want it today. I don't understand why, like, drive-in movies are closed. Did you see what Germany announced yesterday? They're doing drive-ins, and they're having, like, huge crowds at these drive-in movies, but they're separating the cars by, I don't know if it's six feet or whatever well, it is there, and then people aren't allowed out of their cars, period. So if you've got a tinkle, you better have an extra bottle there. I don't know how you're ever going to do it, but why can't we have something like that going on now? Why can't we build makeshift drive-in movies so that people can at least get out of the house and do something but it's because did you see this story in georgia yesterday so this one county in georgia has just had this massive spike they got like 23 cases yesterday of positive tests and they're like what the hell and you know what they traced it back to lightning Hmm. it was a funeral a couple of days ago wow so this woman had died and the family, it's a large southern family, the family all got together and they stood over the grave and they did their thing and they had a funeral service like you would. And now 23 of them have tested positive. So you would say to yourself, Paul, why can't we do funerals but just keep people at a distance? Because it's almost impossible. And I don't want to alarm people, but if you've seen this story out of MIT today, there's a uh, researcher there who's been studying not coronavirus necessarily, but just flu and the way things are transmitted, viruses are transmitted. She's claiming in a uh, thing that just got published in the American Journal of Medicine, she's claiming this six feet thing is bogus. She said, do you know how far she says we should be standing apart, Lightning? 
I don't know how long, how far. A minimum of 23 feet. Ooh. 23. That's, that's far. That's far. And she also claims that the stuff can live for hours in the air. So she, what the point of her article is, one is it's, you know, big scare thing. Two, she says, like, like hospital workers, for example, are so much more at risk than you realize because she thinks this stuff is just lingering, sitting there. And you can wipe down counters all you want and you can change masks all you want, but it's just sitting there waiting. We don't know whether this is true or not. It's just one person at MIT who looks into this stuff, and that's her theory. Others have different theories, obviously, and we're doing the six feet thing. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day Hello? Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. But part of the problem with the construction thing, Paul, is that we don't have a full handle on this, and we're not quite sure. And I think that's one of the tougher calls. There's this other thing. People keep talking about this. Why are liquor stores open but not recreational pot shops? In order to do recreational pot shops, a couple things have to happen. One is you're going to trust stoners. I know I'm stereotyping here, but you're going to trust stoners. You've got to trust them to have a limited amount of people in these stores and to keep their distance. One. Two, if we do the, oh, yeah, but they're open, why aren't I open thing, then everybody's going to be open. And it's it's a tough no, – once you put any limit on something, there's oh, this is like the NCAA – March Madness brackets. Lightning won't understand this, but suck up Dave will. I did my bracket last year. But um, when you pick the teams, whether you pick 32 teams, 64 teams, now they pick 68 teams, no matter what the limit is you have, the three on the other side of that line are going to be bitching. They're going to be complaining. Say, what about me? What about me? What about me? It's the same with shutting down businesses and saying only essential get to go in. Should gun shops be open in Massachusetts? We talked about this the other day. They're open in Rhode Island. They're open in New Hampshire. How are they not open in Massachusetts? That's the call Charlie Baker made. Is it right or wrong? I think it's probably wrong, but that's the call he's made. And it's same with Marty Walsh and these construction places. He's decided that they're, they, they're too risky, and he said no. And we got to love with it. Doesn't mean that it's right, but that's just how it is right now in Boston. Russ is in Boston. Russ, you're next here in RKO. Uh, first of all, VB, that was an excellent interview with Steve Lynch. And let's face it, Steve Lynch gave us the roadmap to put construction workers back back to work. And basically what I'd like you to do is call the mayor's office. You had him on the air last week. And say, why don't him and Steve Lynch get on the airwaves and let's let's uh, apply this to what Steve Lynch said, and let's get back to work on the construction jobs in Boston within the next seven days. Yeah, I don't think there's any way that that's going to happen. I don't think anything's going to be reopened by uh, April 30th. I just don't. I mean, again, the problem you have here, Russ, is if if we're dealing with apexes, and that's the like the word of the week. So New York's trying to figure out when is the when's the top of that curve? When's that thing going to happen? Boston and or Massachusetts definitely seems to be a couple of weeks behind New York. I just can't see how they're going to open up anything. Whether you think these things may – I'll give you an example, Russ, okay? I don't even know if you know this. I I know this a little bit. We've been working on trying to get the state treasurer on, and we haven't been able to make it happen as of yet. And I've been waiting on talking about this, but let's get into it. 
Do you know right now if you if you hit a scratch ticket lightning in Massachusetts for five hundred bucks, do you know what you do with it? Yeah, you go and well, get it. You cash you it right at the store. The no, you cash it right at the store. Anything under six hundred bucks, well, you no, get. Well, but anything right, but over six hundred, you have to go to one of the uh, the stations there. But go ahead. Yeah. Right. But so here's my point, Ross. If you hit one for five hundred bucks, you cash it at the store. You get your cash. If you hit it for a thousand bucks, you know what you do? Yeah, you, you do nothing because you have to go to one of those. I think there's six redemption centers across the state, but they're closed. So currently, they're closed for social distancing. So. Currently, because I know a guy who has a $1,000 scratch ticket, and he can't get it. And what they told him was, uh, if you want, you can mail it in, but just understand this. Everything's short-staffed and understaffed. It's going to be a while. I don't know about you or me, Russ, or you or yours. For me, I'm not trusting that in the mail in any way, shape, or form. But also, I can't get my grant. It's not me that has it, but if if in theory it was. I think that's crazy. I think the the treasurer ought to have... One of these open, you know, for the next six weeks, each week, one of them opens for one or two days a week so that they can deal with people that have wanted. But that's not what they're doing. There's a whole lot of these things. If you go case by case, you'll end up pulling your hair out. I think there's a ton of things that I would consider essential that the state's not opening. But that's what they've decided. So that's how we have to live. No, maybe we don't, because let's put it this way. Okay, we're only kidding ourselves. This is not going to end in 30 days. It's not going to end in 60 days or six months. Uh, And I said this yesterday, until we have a vaccine for this, it's still going to be a problem. So the name of the game is um, do what the government suggests as far as trying to be safe, social discipline, and let staff to go back to work. Some things have to stay closed, but much of the stuff that's closed it is not necessary, and seriously, okay, there's a, there's a person there in Washington that has the Napoleon complex. Does he really care about mental health? No. He only cares about physical health. Does he care about people being out of work and, and these jobs, not come, a lot of them not coming back and, and going through grief or anything else? No, he doesn't care. He's only looking at it from one narrow tunnel, and I'm sorry. It's time for us to go back to work where we can exercise safety. Russ, I appreciate the call. I unfortunately, it's not even a question of whether I agree with what you're saying or not. It ain't it ain't reality. We're not going before April 30th. We're not going before May 4th in this state, and they're not going before June 10th in Virginia. And I don't think any of us are going to go before June 10th. That's my own personal feeling on this because I don't know how once you start to reopen that you can do that. If you see any sort of uptick, they're going to just shut it down again or we're going to live with it again. But this is the dilemma that these guys have on their hands. 617-266-6868. More calls in a minute. It's VB. You're in the middle on AM680 WRKO. Now, you heard me talking about my pillow earlier in the show. Mike Lindell was at the White House yesterday. He was talking about those 50,000 masks his company is now going to be producing. 75% of his company is now devoted to making PPEs for our hospitals, for our doctors, nurses, medical professionals. Bravo, Mike Lindell. That means 25% of his company, however, is still doing things that you and I can do. So here's the thing. Mike understands a lot of you are now out of work. A lot of you are worried about what you're going to do for paychecks coming up. So he's got this offer right now. It's an exclusive radio special. Buy one, get one free pricing on a variety of MyPillow's amazing products. So, for example... 
You can buy one Suprema My Pillow, get a second one free. One set of Giza Dream Sheets, boom, second one free. How about one set of the My Pillow towels? Get a second set free. I love those towels. Neck pillows, pillowcases, all that and more. Call 800 800- 972-2316 that's 800-972-2316 or go to mypillow.com and use the code WRKO now as you know my pillow makes all their products right here in the US of A and my pillow's products come with a 60-day money back guarantee so there's like no risk all reward the reward is great stuff i own all of that make the call today 800-972-2316 or go to mypillow.com and don't forget the code WRKO. It's DB in the middle. I don't like cannolis. Right? How can you not like cannolis? I don't like oh, the cream. Well, because he's not Italian. That's why. Whenever I eat a cannoli. You don't have to be Italian. <laughs> I don't like cannoli, but it is a thing. And so every time I bite into a cannoli, I think I'm eating into like a cream horn. Ricotta's the gross. Nobody no, wants not. that filling. You, you want a crazy? sugar cream filling. Oh, and that's why cannolis aren't that good. No, they're the best. No, they're not good. They're not. I'll take a, a Twinkie over a cannoli, to be honest with you. Okay, you can't say that. Yes, I can. Now, back to everybody's favorite middleman. BB. Back to the calls in just a second. 617-266-6868. A couple of developments here in Massachusetts uh, and some things that we can talk about. But this story out of Holyoke is horrific. This Holyoke soldier's home. 11 people have died there recently. Five of them they know definitively are coronavirus related there's another 11 people that live there that are sick and five staff members there are sick just awful horrific story add that to the one out of revere yesterday that senior facility where several people i think it's eight people now have come down with it and are doing very poorly one of the questions we got to discuss here at uh vb in the middle is this like do you have someone elderly in your family what are you doing for them, with them? What precautions are you taking? If you have them living in a senior facility, a retirement village, uh, a soldier's home, something like that, what are you doing? Are you just hoping and praying, or are you taking proactive steps as best you can? And how are we? How are you protecting the elderly in your life? I, I have no great solutions or theories. I can just tell you in my case – She's not elderly, elderly, but she's old enough. Uh, my mother-in-law, she, we we talked to her last night on FaceTime, and it was like, we might see you in June. We might. That's it. Like, we're, she's where she is. We where we where are we are where we are, and we just remind her every day that she's got to take precautions. She's got to do this, that, and the other thing, and make sure that she's okay. And we just don't feel like there's much else we can do. But man, you hear that story out of Holyoke, and you just go, yeesh. And you get very just awful, awful story. And hope to God that that is not a sign of things to come for a lot of places like that. 617-266-6868. Back to the phones. Paul's in Boston. Paul, you're next on RKO. Good morning. Good afternoon, BB. Thanks for taking my call. In regards to the gentleman from my pillow, he was so caught up in the completely kind of the situation that he felt inspired to make a call to the public, just like they did the old days when you raised bonds for the Army. Yep. And he should be acclaimed for that. And if people don't like what he said, they can take it and put it with a monkey, put the peanuts. Well, uh, you know what this is, though, Paul? 
it all gets back to this is the new version of what was the name of that restaurant in Virginia Lightning? Was it the Red Hen or something yeah. like that yeah. where was that Sarah Huckabee yeah. Sanders decided to take her family out to dinner and they went to the Red Hen, but the owner of the restaurant hates Trump and so she wouldn't serve her. She asked her to leave. And remember how we had that whole thing where whether it was Kirsten Nielsen or any member, basically, of the Trump administration would go out to dinner and then people would start shaming them and shaming the restaurant. And they'd, they'd ask him to leave or they wouldn't serve him. Or then the restaurant owner had to issue like some sort of apology for actually oh. serving a meal. This is that now where we're making no, a no, list. No, it's of, not that. It is. <laughs> he did something openly and honestly, and people should be should be gratified that we still have an American to do that. And but, they don't Paul, what like I'm it. telling you, Paul, what I'm telling you is people, woke world makes a list and they check it twice of unless you align with me ideologically and politically, I don't care what you're doing. I'm going to rip you publicly. And so Mike Lindell, I don't think anybody can dispute that what he's doing is noble, great, American, all of that. But the fact that. Trump loves him. Trump had him there to give a speech, turns their stomach. And the fact that he's he mentioned God and said people got to turn back to God revolted well, people. You, and it, so now they're trying to social shame him, which is ridiculous. Baby, if you if you came after me, if the situation was true and you were trying to shame me, you'd get a modicum, more than a modicum of shame back from me, I'll tell you. Paul, I, the other look, thing is, Steve Lynch is the best thing I've heard him say in a long time. First time I heard him being open and honest in a long time. I go back with him a long way. I'm a fan of his. Uh, I haven't talked to him in a while, but he's, he's as politicians go, I feel like he is one of the more honest and open guys as a general rule. I don't agree with him on a lot of things, but that's why I want to have him on, and that's why I appreciated the call. As to... As to Mike Lindell, before we break lightning, let me tell you something. If you come down with coronavirus and it's a serious case and you have to go to a hospital, you think you're going to give a rat's ass who made that face mask that your doctor is wearing? So cut the crap with your piety and your high and mighty and your, oh, I can't stand it. Just say thank you next time and be on your way, as the old line goes. 617-266-6868. More calls when we come back. It's VB. You're in the middle of RKO. I don't often sing the praises of Elizabeth Warren lightning, and it's not that I'm singing her praises, but uh, did you see her tweet a little earlier today? No, I Quote, try to avoid her tweets. Well, I, look, there's a lot of weird stuff going on. In a- Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. 
Expires April 30th. One-time use only, not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5hourenergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. World, and, and she's right on this. It's nothing. She's not the first to have said it. Naturally, she never is. But she tweeted out today, Trump told states they were on their own to get medical equipment. So Massachusetts has been trying to do it, but then the federal government keeps outbidding Massachusetts. They've done it at least three times. And reports show that two of our orders were seized by federal authorities. That's unacceptable. One of the things that's got to happen in a few, you know, for the next wave or the next pandemic or as we do germ games going forward, we got to have a better way to figure that out. Uh, you heard Chris Cuomo talking today. He said they've ordered... They tried to order 25,000 ventilators from China. Now, first of all, whether those ventilators are work or not is in dispute based on what we've been hearing out of Europe. But nonetheless, he's tried to order that many, but has been told they may get only a fraction of that because other states are also bidding and the feds are bidding. And so as he put it, it's like we're on eBay. And as the clock ticks down, all of a sudden the feds put in this massive bid that we can't compete with and we lose out on stuff. And so I don't know what the answer to that is, but down the road there has to be a better way. And what Warren wants, which I don't agree with necessarily, but is that the feds do everything and then they dole it out. I don't, nobody's in favor of that kind of big government, I, don't, I hope. But also this can't be where you say the states, you're on your own, and oh, by the way, we're competing with you and you can't possibly compete with us. So that is a problem, and it's something we got to figure out sooner rather than later. In the meantime... Your calls as we continue to talk about coronavirus and all the things that are going on. Trump has called for a two uh, more than $2 trillion stimulus infrastructure package as part of uh, phase four of what he and Congress are trying to do. Are you in favor of that, among other things, is on the table? Joe's and Millis. Joe, you're next here on RKO. Hey, VB. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, Joe. Pretty good um, interview with uh, Mr. Lynch. Thank you. I um, I think I would have liked you to press it a little harder on him when it came to this um, infrastructure bill. You know, Trump's been begging them to put an infrastructure bill together for two plus years, and you know we all knew what they were focusing on. So it just seems a little ironic that now it's front and center, and I think it's like two years overdue. We should have already been in the middle of it. Yeah, well, I see. I disagree, Andy and uh, Joe. Excuse me. And one of the reasons yes, is, okay. <clears throat> I I think I just don't think you just keep throwing money around and you have these huge big government things. We just did not that long ago, you know, an AARA Roads and Recovery Act, and yet we're told that our infrastructure is crumbling and all that. Well, what the hell did we do with that trillion dollars? But and Trump's called for it in sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. I don't know. We. Are, uh, is the infrastructure crumbling or are we doing okay? Now is the time you would think about doing something like that. However, not so much that we need to fix our roads and bridges, whether you believe that or not. But people are going to have to get back to work. I mean, I hate to sound like FDR. This is going to be a WPA or something like that. But you're going to have – they were talking yesterday about 35% unemployment. Remember, at the height of the Depression, it was around 23%, the Great Depression. You're talking about 35% well, it's, it's, one in three. It can get real serious, VB, when, you know, a lot of our homes that were purchased in the last two years, you know, they, they, people were bidding higher than what they were asking, 
And I doubt right now if someone bought a house three months ago, they can get what they paid for it. it that's just doesn't doesn't make sense to me. And uh, uh, how long will it be before people become underwater again? As a society, we've got to go to work. Too many things hinge upon a weekly paycheck. Oh, I agree. And so I think, again, the idea of a stage four, like, I don't know how many stages this we can do as a federal government and how much money we can just throw at this stuff. But Maybe it's time the local government's kicked in a little. You know, they've been Some of them are. From, they've been insulated from, uh, you know, a lost uh, um, bailout because they got most of it in these cities and towns, didn't let it go past the town hall. Yeah, and I don't know how that's going to go. I mean, you've heard Chris Sununu. He said yesterday up in New Hampshire they're extending unemployment benefits, I think, to, what, 39 weeks, I think he said. The way to, the way to make sure the money goes in the right hands is to absolutely keep it away from local politicians because it'll just be funneled into, you know, um, showing up their priorities and it won't be any for hours and our taxes will still go up to 2.5%. Just yeah, like look, I did. agree. Uh, like Joe, this is before. tricky stuff, and it's as this thing gets going again. Remember, we're not even we got to get to May fourth before we even think about some of this stuff, and that seems so long, so far away. But I, whether it's the feds, whether it's the states, whether it's your city, your town that you live in, there's only so much money. And I just think it's one of the things that we're going to have to keep an eye on as we do this thing going forward is, like, how much can people just throw at this? And then how are we going to get people back to work? I know everybody says, oh, once we beat this thing, man, the economy's just going to pick right up where it left off. We're going to get right back there real quick. I don't know how that's possible. I don't know how restaurants are going to hang in until May 4th. I just don't think they are. I think a lot of – do you guys think Macy's is coming back ever? I know the Gap closed yesterday, too. It has 70,000 employees. I think the Gap might come back. I don't see how Macy's is because Macy's Maybe J.C. Penney, like too. Anyway. J.C. Penney. J.C. Yeah. Pen- a lot of these. Mm-hmm. There's so many of them. You can go down the list, but. This could be the end of all malls, really. I don't know. We'll see. It depends on how long this goes and how we have to. Look, well, it's going to be a fundamental though. reshaping of how we do this stuff and how businesses operate and, and who they are. we got to find out, you know. Are we going to be social distancing forever? And by that, I don't mean, you know, we're never going to leave our houses, but are we going to start keeping our distance? And if so, are we going to have these giant meeting places or are we going to have, you know, these tiny strip malls where there's a lot less people at them and people are in and out? I I don't know. Are they going to be open malls like you have in Linfield? Or are they going to be indoor malls? How, how this stuff's going to go going forward, we don't know. And how the economy's going to recover, obviously, we don't know yet. And these are all those unanswered, unanswered questions. All right, a flash of lightning when we come back. It's VB. You're in the middle on RKO. And now, a flash of lightning. WRKO. All right, Lightning's been itching to talk about some things other than, although I bet a lot of this is coronavirus related. We'll find out uh, stuff that Lightning thinks we need to talk about at least for a few minutes. Lightning, what do you mm. got today in your flash? Yes, yeah, so starting off, I have couple, I have two coronavirus related ones, positive stories, and then another that's unrelated. But I will start with one of the coronavirus related stories here that i love okay so the girl scouts 
Girl Scout cookies, love them, eat too much of them probably, as do a lot of people out there. Uh, the Girl Scout cookies, of course, cannot sell their cookies door-to-door or in person, so they have now resorted to doing online orders. So you can order your Girl Scout cookies online, but what I love about this is that they're offering you the chance to buy a box and donate that box to your local first responders who are battling this coronavirus on the front lines. Great. Yeah, look, I my only I guess my only question it's not a concern. My only question is that I know that a lot of times there's like competitions and the each girl is trying to outdo the other. Mm. Like is that even are, are Girl Scouts even doing this individually at this point? Yeah. How can they? Yeah, Do they, they are. And stuff? I guess they are because uh, one of our listeners tweeted at me that her daughter was still trying to reach her goal. Um, and they've just basically created these online platforms now, so you can individually go to that Girl Scout that Girl Scouts uh, profile online digital profile and order directly through her. I believe there's a way that you can just look up your zip code and see what Girl Scout is in your area that you want to help. Good. Fine. I expect a shipment coming to my house, and I appreciate it, Lightning. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to donate, I believe, but not Thin to you, BB. No, BB has mints. been calling for me to donate to his house, and Dave has been calling for me to uh, suck up. He's been calling for me to donate. I'm like, you know what? I'm over here thinking, oh, I'm going to donate to my local police, my husband's police department. Yeah, do that, too. And okay, then any nutritious food with lots of protein. <laughs> Yeah, they can have those as well, but uh, uh, there's, there's plenty to go around, Lightning. Mm, mm-hmm. Okay, uh, another story I want to share here. Of course, the late Kobe Bryant. Uh, of course, we all know what happened there, but his towel, the towel that he used in his final game, guess how much it sold for in an auction? I saw it. I would I okay. would have guessed actually higher than that, believe it or not. So. 30 grand. Yeah, so, I would have bet at least that. Yeah, so that brings me to the question, how much have you, VB, or would you ever spend on a piece of memorabilia that might be from your favorite musician, athlete, etc.? Uh, we have friends, Lightning, as you know, are our auctions in Boston. Yes, yeah. And they had an item up for bid recently. I, this is a weird thing. I don't even know why I'm admitting this. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. Um... It was a uh, Bella Lugosi signed program for a uh, version of uh, Dracula that he did in Boston at one of the Ooh, Boston theaters. That's right up your alley. And I thought, I need this. Unfortunately, the bidding went to a thousand bucks within two minutes, and I was like, yeah, no, we're, we're, we're long. So is that? I thought <laughs> I might spend a hundred on it, but yeah. if we've got out of my price range, you know. Yeah, right like now. what's what's your limit for any of these things? Like, what in any possible scenario can you see yourself spending? I don't know, as much as five hundred dollars. Like, yeah, I'm trying when, to. Th- when I was single, I would. I used to do that stuff, but uh, those days are long over. I got kids now, and so the answer is no. Well, that of course and changes that was things. Coronavirus now, forget oh, it on oh, any uh, of that. Stuff. Of course, of on. course. I mean, I think I think in a couple scenarios, my husband would right now with us not having kids and we run things by each other of course and i think right now if there was some sort of like i don't know sylvester stallone signed uh 
you know, his original boxers from like, I don't know, something like yes. that. He would absolutely be like, oh, I need this. I need this. And my, he's a huge Sylvester Stallone fan. Like he is like hardcore. We have every movie Sylvester has ever done. Like I, I have a giant cutout Sylvester Stallone in my basement. If you walk into my basement, I'm not kidding. Like, and you, it's like the middle of the night or well, it's no dark. Well, no one thought you were kidding. And also, no one understands why you're volunteering. I know. I'm just sharing with you that I have a Sylvester Stallone cutout. <laughs> I'm a little concerned right now. In right. my basement. Right. I don't want to know what you've done with that either. Like, no, it's just chilling. No it's part of my husband's man cave. So, uh, yeah. Strange. So that's, yeah. Moving on, though. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This one hits close to home because I love this so much. Uh, the MSPCA here in Massachusetts, they are coming up with some creative ways for you to donate and get involved in the midst of all this craziness, of course, with coronavirus. The uh, MSPCA at Nevins Farm in particular, what they are doing, because they have a lot of volunteers and, of course, no visitors, no one's going in there to adopt and they still need to take care of all these animals. What they are doing is they've come out with this little fundraiser where you spend about $15 and you send them a picture of your pet and they transform it into a piece of art. And uh, that's their way of just kind of being like, hey, you know, this is fun, quirky thing for our volunteers to do work on this artwork in the midst of this craziness. And also you get a piece of artwork and we get a little donation to take care of the animals. So I've done it. Of course, I've done it because <laughs> you put I put it over Stallone in your your basement. Yeah, I'm gonna put it right next to Stallone. Yeah, I've uh, I've done it already. I sent in a picture of my beloved chopstick, one of my dogs, and uh, because she was adopted from Nevin's farm, so that's why I especially uh, donate and kind of give back to Nevin's farm there. So that's what they're doing, and I love it. I suppose you don't need to have a pet that you adopted from Nevin's farm. You can just do it for fun. But, I have a question uh, for I'll you. I'll allow it. I, I'll allow it. However, since I allowed that lightning, hit your uh, hit your lightning bolt one oh, wait, more time. Wait, Dave had something to say that. about this, though. No, he doesn't. Oh, I guess he doesn't. <laughs> okay, well, that also, real quick, if you want a link to that or see about it, you can follow me on Twitter at Lightning Marita. You can see um, that post there from Nevin's Farm and donate. Did you see the Michael Chavis uh, tweet yesterday? The no. second baseman for the Red Sox? No, Dave might have. I don't know. Dave Michael is Chavis. hiding his face. I don't know what's happening. With I'm not allowed the, to speak. With the shelter <laughs> at home, like, you don't see a lot of things. Chavis lives down in Florida, apparently. Mm -hmm. And he took to Twitter yesterday to say, quote, So I'm working out outside today, and while I was jumping rope, one of my neighbors decided to walk slowly to her mailbox, completely naked, while her husband was filming her doing so. What the heck? I don't know what it means exactly, but what a journey this coronavirus has taken us on and tweet. Um, I think for everybody's safety and mental health, I'm going to ask you, VB, to not do this and not... I don't think your wife would film you doing this anyway, but don't get any crazy ideas. I think you need to keep your clothes on. We've been times. putting videos up daily <laughs> on our Instagram page at VB in the middle. We got two of them up today. For those that don't have kids, I'm showing you how 
sheltering at home is going when it goes well, and I'm showing you what happens when it goes off the rails. Yes. So you can check yes. those Jin Yang videos out today. I hadn't thought of recreating this lightning, but now you've given me pause. No. If, if the ladies demand it. No one's 70470, demanding it. Should I recreate no. what Michael Chavis witnessed yesterday? If there's enough of a demand lightning, I'll have to take this under. There's already been like 10 or 12 texts already asking no. for you to do yeah, it. Yeah, no, this is isn't. what I, I look. No. I mean, if I... If a thousand people want to no. see me walking slowly naked to my mailbox, what am I supposed to do? Say we'll I, probably reach no. that number by the end of the show. No, That's for the best I'm interest on. of everybody out there, I'm putting a, uh, my foot down on I'm this. I'm here for the people <laughs> if that's what they demand. All right, let's get a quick 60-second check of headlines. When we come back, i got a number of issues that we got to discuss about this, including are we letting inmates out of jail now because of coronavirus, and is this a good idea? We'll talk about it when we come back right here on RKO. Why don't you just meet me in the middle? I'd like to see it a little bit, maybe more right down the middle. I'm losing my mind just a little. Maybe you can realize that the truth is in the middle. So why don't you just meet me in the middle? Now back to everybody's favorite middleman. In the middle. VB. Hour number three of VB in the middle on AM 680 WRKO. Uh, a number of things we got to get to today, uh, this hour, including it is March 31st. So we have sound bites of the month mm-hmm. coming up at the end of the hour. Lightning and I were going over these yesterday into today. It is amazing, Lightning, how some of the things that you will hear when we get to that seem like they happened five years ago. Oh, yeah. And it happened this month. It's crazy. This has been the longest month, I'm sure, for everybody. That's coming up at 245. In the meantime, there's a couple of different things I want to discuss this hour. You know the phone number, obviously, 617-266-6868. Suck up power. This is the text line. Are they demanding my naked walk to the mailbox? It's one of those things where they are coming in so quickly and so fast. I don't have an accurate number for you, but it's got to be over 100. It's terrible. I understand. And it's all 100 to nothing is what you're telling me? Everybody wants it? Oh, absolutely. Nobody wants it. <laughs> Maybe I'll talk to the chief in town, see if I can get dispensation to make that happen. I, you know, we don't want any complaints, obviously. So we got to do that right. Um, three different things I want to discuss here. You guys have heard this by now. Uh, Massachusetts has been talking about releasing uh, prisoners, and it is apparently going on. Um, a lot of the people that are being let out of jail are people that have cases pending. Um, but we're now starting to drip drab of this. I keep telling you guys that we're like a couple of weeks behind New York and everything. New York's been doing this, and New York is getting worse and worse at this. Apparently, the the New York Post has been really good covering this. And one of the people they let out of um, prison yesterday in New York had beaten a guy to death. And a guy's now out of jail because of coronavirus. So currently in Massachusetts, he killed an EMT, the guy did, in New York, and they want him, They released him. Unbelievable. So Massachusetts has been releasing very small amounts of prisoners, but we're being told that you know prisons are coronavirus breeding grounds and this is completely unsafe. And Ayanna Presley's been talking about this for quite a while, et cetera. One of the questions I want to discuss this hour is, a, are you in favor of it? Do you at least understand that? B, how, because this is Massachusetts, how many people are going to get out of prison because of coronavirus? 
because I get the feeling that this is going to be a high number when all is said and done, Lightning. I feel like we're right on it. Like, we're just one situation away from letting out a lot of people. And what do you make of that? I heard somebody say again yesterday, we've been over this. Everything's flipped where now people that have followed the law are being told they can't leave and people that broke the law are being asked to leave. In other words, we have to stay in our house, can't move. People that are in the big house are being told, yep, you're good. Take it easy. Good luck. Let us know how it goes. But it's, it's it's one of those things. It's happening right now in Massachusetts. Uh, local sheriffs are making the call on that. And don't you assume that as the apex approaches and as things get out of control, if indeed they ever do with coronavirus, that, that we're going to do that a lot more than we're doing it here in Massachusetts? That's number one. Number two, you heard by now yesterday the Massachusetts legislature passed that bill that would allow local restaurants to deliver beer and wine with their delivery orders and their takeout orders. I've Kelly Financial polled this, but I'd be curious to know your thoughts on it as well. Will you this week, assuming Charlie Baker signs it today, and he's going to have his presser pretty soon, and I assume you'll talk about this, will you order beer or wine from your local restaurant if indeed Charlie Baker signs this? Yes or no? Uh, I'm just checking the poll results at VB the Wise Lighting. I know you put this up at WRKL 680 mm-hmm. as well on Twitter. Currently, 67% of you say you will not. Lightning, would you order beer or wine from your takeout restaurant place? No, probably not because why I already not? have enough at home. So, I mean, why am I going to order? If I didn't have any at home, sure. But if I have a bottle of wine at home, I'm not spending extra money to buy or order more alcohol when I already have some. I mean, the idea is to support your restaurant. I, right? I get if it. If you were going to go to that restaurant and have a meal, you would order either wine or yeah. beer or whatever, right? So yeah. why not do them a solid and say, hey, throw in, uh, throw in what you can here, and I'm happy to pay the extra charge for it. My view is, look, I'm not a drinker, as you well know. Mm-hmm. So, And we did take out this weekend. Uh, we had a delivery but even if this was in place, we wouldn't have because nobody in our house drinks. However, mm-hmm. my view has always been I've never understood people that if the liquor stores are open and they are and you know you can get it cheaper and it gets you out of the house to go get it. Why wouldn't you do that and then order the food? I mean, I get that you want to support these guys, but financially, it makes no sense for you personally. So my view is I don't think that I would do it. But I also understand trying to help your fellow man. So No, also question here. When you say liquor delivery from a restaurant, is it's just beer and wine, yeah, right? I okay. I don't think you're getting because, mimosas lightning. Let's put it that way. Okay, I was gonna say because one, I I might I could see myself possibly getting a bottle of wine, I suppose. But otherwise, what about people who don't drink beer or wine and they actually drink like hard liquor? Like they, do, you know what I'm then saying? Like, so they're definitely store. not. And nobody wants that. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe people do. Maybe the people want that. I'm not in favor of it, but I come down on no on almost all alcohol related things. And I'm, I get outvoted every time on this. I'm going to so. say no, but I'm also, I, I could be convinced. I could be a maybe on the wall. Well, there's one more topic I don't want to get to, too, but Lee in Lexington is weighing in quickly. So, Lee, welcome to VB in the Middle. I think you share a sentiment that I just expressed. Yes, Lee? 
Yes, 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 and yes. I think it's the most ridiculous thing I ever heard. I understand where the restaurants are coming from because most of their money that comes in comes from the bar. And then the food is marked up like 400% or whatever. But, but I think it's just taking it a little too far. It's like my bar is well stocked. I, I don't see the need or the purpose if it's to keep a restaurant afloat. I mean, just go to their no uh, GoFundMe page because that's what a lot of restaurants are doing to keep to raise money for their employees. So, to me, that makes more sense than a takeout bottle of wine or 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 a beer. It, I mean, how lazy can you be? Just go down to the liquor store and buy it. I think it sets a bad precedent. And if that goes through, then it'll be hard liquor. And then before you know it, kids are going to be buying it with their takeout pizza. So you just don't know. I think it's not going to be controlled. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to go that far, Lee. I'm not that way. I, I do think this is temporary. I don't think a year from now restaurants are going to be able to deliver that type of stuff. I think they'll rescind that. But in the short term, Again, you're just looking to support the place, but I feel like that's a bad business idea all around for you as the purchaser. Here's the other question, though. Lee, I appreciate the call, by the way. Here's the other question, Lightning, um, and happy to take calls on this, and if you want to brag on yourself, please do, 617-266-6868. So my wife and I ordered... I told you, Lightning, this place, uh, the, the owner lives in our town. He has a restaurant in the North End called Massimino's, and we ordered from there on Saturday because he was doing specific delivery to our town. Our bill was, I want to say it was like 67 bucks, something like that. What would you tip in a circumstance like that? What, do, what have you tipped on uh, food delivery currently? Are you still your normal tipper? Are you tipping more? And if so, what is the percentage you're supposed to tip when you get a meal delivered? Lightning. I just do Dude, about twenty yes. percent. Yeah. Um. I know that's what you do in the restaurant, right? You would yeah, do twenty percent. I do Are you more doing now. Yes. More yes, now yes, because yes. we're just trying to help people out a little bit. If I can, a little bit. Like we did take out this past uh, weekend as well, and a little bit more. A little bit more. It honestly depends on just everything involved. Like if it's a takeout place that I know I'm not going to be going to for a while, I would tip a little more. But if it's a place I know I'll be doing like once a week or whatever, I would just do the regular twenty percent. Oh, that's a good point, Dave. Uh, that's a. I think that's a fair point. A fair, uh, just kind of. I don't know. Like, just where did you get the lightning when you ordered? Where did I go? Well, they came to you, or did you? No, go I'm sorry. I did pick up, so um, I did curbside pickup. So, like, we just uh, I had to. Go. They had a whole system in place too. Like, you could only go. They had a ton of signs up. Um, so we went. We actually did take over from Outback, and so we went over to the Outback, and you had to pull into a certain area of the parking lot, and then you couldn't get out of your car. They had to come to you. And then it was like, it was wild. Like you, you could only be on one side of that parking lot. Like you couldn't even be in the other side of the parking lot. Like it was, it was pretty wild. 
Well, I'd be curious. 617-266-6868. Have you done either the takeout thing or the delivery thing with a restaurant that doesn't normally do that? Um, And by the way, feel free to give a plug to whatever restaurant it is. How did it go? Um, You know, Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are, are you accounting for that this isn't normal and it's fine and if the food's only so-so or it's not warm enough or whatever... Are you accounting for that, and are you okay with that? What are you tipping, and how has it – we only did it once, and we only did it specifically because we'd heard about that thing lighting, but we haven't done, like, the Outback or yeah. a place like that as of yet. So I'd be curious to know what your experience is, and then are you being generous, or are you thinking, man, people are losing their jobs at record numbers. That could be me. I can't be throwing cash around at this point. 617-266-6868. Let's take some calls on that when we come back. Also, feel free to text in 70470. It's VB. You're in the middle on this Tuesday right here in RKO. It's VB in the middle. I'm driving home, and that song comes on the radio. This is God's country, and so it's stuck in my head. My son reaches up when I put the York peppermint patties down on the counter, and he goes to grab one, and I, I give him one, and I say, those are mom's candy. Like, I, I wasn't even thinking about it. I just sang the song, but changed God's country to mom's candy. And I'm like, I can't hear that song anymore. You should be arrested. I, it was awful. And my it. son looked at me like, oh, my God, it was pod dad. You said, like, this is mom's candy. Now, back to everybody's favorite middleman, VB. When I look at you in your eyes, I see there's something burning inside you, oh, inside you. Will you order beer and wine from your delivery slash takeout restaurant if indeed Charlie Baker signs that bill that passed the legislature yesterday? That's number one. Number two, have you done takeout and or delivery from your local restaurant uh, recently? And if so, how did it go? You heard Lightning talk about how she had to go to a certain zone in a certain area, and then there was a handoff, drop-off. We had it brought right to the house. By the way, Lightning, when you did it, did you wipe anything down? Did you take any extra precautions handling the food or anything? I didn't touch the food. Uh, my husband well, was the one who, who grabbed the, He's the one who paid with his card and grabbed the food and all of that, so I didn't touch anything. So, But when you got home, did Mm-mm. you... Handle no. the packaging at all? Yeah, or? I did. Yeah, I didn't do anything out of the ordinary. Some people have been wiping this stuff down. No, There's I... now like tips online how to handle takeout food for what it's worth. We haven't I... done the delivery yet. Like when the people just come to your house and show up at your. I haven't done that yet. We've all... we've picked up everything so far. So in the midst of this shutdown, I haven't actually done the delivery thing yet. Uh, one other thing I'd love to get into, by the way, I, because. This has become a quick thing, much like coronavirus. This has come on real fast. But, you know, uh, there's all this Zoom stuff going on right now. Ugh, yeah. Zoom learning, Zoom meetings, all that sort of stuff. Have you have you heard about the Zoom booming that's happening? I heard about it because I saw your tweet. That's the first I heard of it. Well, I'd lo- if anyone has had this happen to them, 
Uh, I'd love to hear from you, 617-266-6868, because I'm wondering how widespread this is. I This hasn't happened to me. We don't do a lot of Zoom stuff. Our schools aren't doing it yet, um, <clears throat> but we've done it a couple of times. They've had uh, like once a week type of things, and so we did one last night. And we haven't had problems, but the idea is that you're on this out of whatever 10, 20, 30 people sort of invite-only meeting, and then – or learning or whatever it is. And as you're doing it, somebody like, it's like the Joker from the original Batman with Jack Nicholson and Michael Keating, Michael Keaton, where somebody interrupts you and all of a sudden you, you're getting, you could either get like porn, you could get some sort of silly, stupid little video or something like that. And it's, you know how this works. Some idiot in his basement thinks this is really funny and has figured out a way to hack into your little Zoom conference. It's terrible. And they've sent you some sort of stupid thing. Like I said, it hadn't happened to me yet, thank God. That's me knocking mm-hmm. on wood lightning. Um, but it's happened to enough people that people are tweeting it about it, and I'd love to hear your story on it, number one. Number two, I, I mean, I think we all know the answer to this, but – how much patience do you have for these guys? I mean, man, I know we're talking about letting people out of prison right now, but to me, if you catch somebody doing this, I want to put in a prison that specifically had a coronavirus problem. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I, I am so pissed about this. That's terrible. The fact that yeah. this is what people are doing I with know. their time. I know. Hey, let's crash a school Zoom session and send something inappropriate. I know. It's terrible. It's disgusting. It's gross. You know, I mean, come on, grow up. People, and this is only going to get worse because what happens in situations like this, lightning, where some people act really good, some people act really stupidly, and other people don't know what to do. But it's that second category. It's that idle hands of the devil's workshop, right? That old cliche. Well, people are sitting around with nothing to do, and they get bad ideas in their head. And then they say, I wonder if I could even figure out a way. And then when they figure out a way, they say, oh, we got to do this. we got to do this. And the next thing you know now, people are getting their jollies out of crashing the only way that people can be productive, you have some sort of social distance conference call and people are hacking into that. Mm-hmm. People are doing the social distance learning thing and people are hacking into that and they're putting in stupid, inappropriate things and it just drives me crazy. Mm. And I'm telling you, I got no patience for it whatsoever. None. I know. It makes me really um, upset. On another note, when it comes to the delivery of wine and beer, I can read some of the texts for you here that are coming in. Um, it says VB, if they have main beer company that I order for, if I'm doing that for lunch, I'm definitely ordering. So if they have me, if they're offering main beer company with whatever restaurant, they're definitely ordering that. Um, another one says Kowloon has Mai Tai and other mixes for sale. That's interesting. I did not know that. I didn't know that either, Ah, huh? You getting a Mai Tai lightning? Oh, my husband's a Mai Tai fan and a zombie fan of the, I I can't do those hard drinks. I can't do it. I'm like a blue Hawaiian. I'm a fruity. That's where I go. And even that can be strong. I'm not a Mai Tai fan. (laughs) I don't know what you're doing, Dave, but I don't do that. Anything that um, it's it's, I'm a little odd when it comes to drinks. I like something that's a little fruity and sweetie, but I also like it when it's harsh at the same time. So it's a really weird mix. So like Mai Tai Scorpion Bowls, I absolutely love, but I also like drinking it just neat. 
So it's it's it has to be a particular like on those two spectrums, you know what I'm saying? And I know what VP was doing. He was just not speaking to see where I was going with this. Yeah, and I had to I had to pick it up, I know. No, I know I he was she doing was that. Go further, I, I I was like, you know what? I'm catching on to this, and I know what he's gonna do. <laughs> Just wanted to make sure, lightning. Uh, that's all. One more quick one here. Um, this person actually is hitting us up on our Facebook message, so this is a little bit different than the text line. They're saying restaurants now have managers working, uh, so they're salary people, and they don't. They believe they don't need any more tips. That's their opinion on that. The salary people don't need tips. Uh, I don't. I don't follow actually. I so they're like they're that. they're saying that they're essential personnel and they're basically putting their managers up to these tasks who are salary personnel, not your waiters, not your bartenders who usually get tips. So they believe that the managers that are working and giving you your delivery and pickup and takeout, uh, they believe they don't need any more tips. So is this salary. person telling me, I? So you're not tipping on a delivery now? I mean, what sense does I that I don't know. Make? That's all they said. They just said managers. or I don't know if they're talking about pickup. They must be talking about well, pickup. I'll tell you another one, Lightning, I'd love to hear. 617-266-6868. If you are one of these people that is delivering food, how have the tips been? Have they been ridiculously generous? And what are people saying to you as you've done this? I'd love to hear some experiences from this. I just naturally assume that people were were giving much larger tips. How many people are like that person out there that say, no, 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 don't get fooled. These aren't the guys making the minimum wage or less than minimum wage. These are salaried people, and they don't need the tips. Are you are you like that? If you're in the delivery game, I'd love to hear what mm. your reaction is, how people have been uh, – how the transactions are going, how it's different than it was even, say, two weeks ago, number one. And then number two, how the tips are. Are the tips better or worse? In fact, i got a Kelly Financial poll that right mm. now, Lightning. Are tips on, del- are on food delivery right now better or worse than they were a month ago? That's I hadn't a- even considered the prospect that they might be worse until that person sent in that, that message. That, so that's, that, a good one. that's an interesting topic. 617-266-6868. We'll take your calls when we come back. It's VB. You're in the middle on this Tuesday right here on WRKO. So an interesting little idea, a guy uh, put a message up on our Facebook page saying he is not tipping uh, food right now because this isn't people that you would normally tip. This is salaried employees that are doing this stuff, and they should be. I never even thought of that, and I still don't think I like the idea, but it got me thinking, like, are you tipping right now as you do takeout or delivery? And if so, are you, Kelly Financial Poll just went up. Are you tipping more or less than you normally would on food delivery right now? I'm a more, but I hadn't thought there was any other choice. You guys apparently have different opinions, so let's go to the phone. 617-266-6868. Eric's in New Hampshire. Eric, you're next here on RKO. Hi, how you doing? Hey, Eric. Hey, um, I heard that text earlier, and obviously I can't speak for every or even most restaurants, but some friends of mine in New Hampshire – They're part of a group that own restaurants, and yes, it's the managers and the owners that are actually working, but what they're doing is they're taking those tips and they're turning it back around and giving it to as many of their employees as they can to to keep them going. So if you're really that cheap or that worried about where your tip might be going, just ask 
the place you're ordering from? What's happening to the tips right now? Well, hey, that's that's a good one to hear, Eric. Uh, whatever restaurant it is, their group that's doing that, I applaud them. That's one. Two, the other part of this is, though, obviously people are losing their jobs in record numbers and people are worried about losing their jobs. So are you tipping less because you're starting to count your cash? Uh, well, you know, it, it's got, I'm considered essential, so it's kind of a double-edged sword. So, yes, I'm still going to work. So as long as I'm able to, I tip more than normal to try to help, especially if I order, obviously, from a restaurant I know where I know the people. Um, So I try to do a little more as long as I'm able to. That's you. You're you're. I appreciate the call, Eric, because that's good insight, and you're what people should do. I, I too am working, so when I do get takeout or delivery as we had this weekend we gave a pretty good tip because we can afford to now that may change down the road who knows i mean god knows what the unemployment numbers are going to be this week when they come out i think on thursday um but while you can yeah i think we absolutely got to do our part and our part is to tip these guys and to support them but it does get tricky when more and more, not only do you know somebody, but you knew somebody, then you knew a friend, then you knew someone in your family, then it was you, and it's getting tough. 617-266-6868. Eric's in Redding. Eric, you're next on RKO. How's it going? Hey, Eric. Hi. I was calling on behalf of my girl. She's a pizza delivery girl, and, you know, she gives me a play-by-play all night long of what she gets, and, you know, so she had told me, delivered a pizza and a sub and the guy signed a slip and left nothing. She was she was beside herself and just like, my God, you're out there risking your life. I got like another daughter at stop and shop risking her life. It's you know, just be fair, that's all we're asking. You know, single mother. Yeah, but I I mean the thing is true so yes, I would have the same reaction, Eric, and then I would think Geez, I wonder what that play, that person's circumstance is, and I would give him the benefit of the doubt. But, man, I don't know if you should be doing takeout then if you can't afford it because if you can't tip in any way, I don't know. Exactly. I mean, so it's a, yeah, no, that's – but that can't be – With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to – has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Normal for her, right? That's just the what, the rare exception. Well, it's, I'll be honest with you. It seems, you know, she goes to the rich houses. I don't, I don't mean that, you know, she'll get right. a $2 tip. So go to, a, you know, Joe Schmo. And five, seven dollars, you know, it's it, it's it's funny how it works, you know. It's hit or miss, I guess. Has know? she had a big one recently? Oh, she gets, you know, the little old lady will give her ten bucks. You know, the lady's on, you know, fixed income, but that lady every day, she's right there on Fridays, takes care of her, you know. So and we applaud that old lady or that older lady, yeah. shall we say? We hope. That yeah, she's, she's a great. Saying. Yeah. Eric, yeah. I appreciate the call. Six one seven two six six sixty eight sixty eight. Adams up in New Hampshire. Adam, you're next with VB. How you doing, VB? It's Ozzy Adam here, the Magpie guy. 
Oh, hey, Adam, how you doing? Good, mate, good. Um, yeah, I, I just wanted to uh, add, add my two cents here. Um, I lost my job in mid-February down in Massachusetts. I live in New Hampshire. Uh, just said to your call screener there that um, in the meantime, I've been driving for Uber Eats. This has become the new eating out. I am flat out all day, every day. And, mate, I've got to say to you, the generosity of my fellow Granite Staters has just been heartwarming. Honestly, mate, they are keeping my head above water. They are feeding my family. And I've actually put together a text message when I deliver the meal because most people just ask you to leave it at the door with social distancing and whatnot. I send a message to that person. I, I say their name and I just say, thank you for what you're doing to help people like me, restaurants and takeouts, by letting me bring food to your family. You are helping me feed mine. Bravo. What's the biggest tip you've had recently, uh, Aussie Adam? I got a $20 tip for a $5 delivery. 400% really? of the, the, the Yes, and, and I've I got to say to you that just about every delivery I do now, I'm getting as much in gratuity as I'm getting for the actual ride. Um, I've never lived in a place like this in my entire life. You know, I've been here for five years in the United States now. I'm a proud U.S. citizen. Um, but New Hampshire, you guys rock. I love my neighbours. I love this state. And even going through this crisis right now, I am so glad that I live here. Adam, I love the call. I really appreciate it. Keep your chin up. Keep working hard. Good times are coming again. It's going to be tough, but you've got the right attitude. And I love hearing from you. So hang in there, my friend. Thank you, VB. Much appreciated. 617-266-6868. Ron's in Brockton. Ron, you're next on RKO. Stuck in the middle with you. How you doing, BB? Hey, Ron. <laughs> Good. Um, yeah, I don't get takeout. I don't get delivery. But I was driving down the street the other day in Brockton, out in front of the homeless shelter. I saw the truck, the soup man. So I gave him a $20 bill because I know he's working hard. And that's going to go to feeding a lot of people. Ron, I love that. That's fantastic and, on and, you. And besides, I'm out of work. I'm a scrapper. I don't make much money, but I got food in the house. So a lot of people, if they got food and you're not making much money, there's people that need a little more than what you got. Ron, I, 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 I love question. it. Yeah. Maybe you could find this out. They shut down the pot shops. What are they doing with all the pot? That's just sitting there as far as I it's know. Yeah. Go I, I know. I know. I I, you can't have, like, a pot party if you own the stash, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. The, right. These I mean, massive what's, what's fields in California. I, Mike Tyson was saying uh, a couple of months ago that he's making more money now than he ever has because he owns one of these pot farms, apparently. But I don't know. I, is it just sitting there withering yeah, on the I mean, vine, for lack of a better term? It'll go moldy in a month. Just give it all away. People can use it. I mean, I don't drink. I smoke pot. I don't know what the rules are on that. Actually, that's a that's a really good question, Ron. Like, could you donate a large amount of pot to like a shelter because you just don't want it to go to waste? I don't even know if that's. I don't know what the rules are on that. Right, and nobody's doing crazy stuff on pot. They doing crazy stuff when they get drunk. I used to do it. I know Ron, I love it. it. I, first and of all, you can call in and Eric. sing our theme hey. anytime. You know that number one, one time, number brother. two. That, that caller, Eric. I used yep. to drive a cab. The poor people would tip way more than the rich people. If the fare was four dollars and eighty cents, they'd give me a five dollar bill. The rich people they want their twenty cents back. Oh man. I don't know why. 
Because <laughs> people, maybe that's why they're rich. I don't know. But, yeah, they because they never worked that gig, I think, and they so they don't understand. Quickly, uh, I got like 30 seconds. Jim's in Wilmington. Hey, Jim. Hey, VB. Listen, I had a guy show up, five-minute drive, small auto. We gave $7, but he was driving a brand-new high-end truck. He's a construction worker out of work. So, I mean, we gave him 7 bucks. It's literally four-minute drive. But, I mean, uh, you know, I'll tip him as long as I can, you know? That's what you – I think that's what you got to do, Jim. And – Again, never judge a book by any cover, but I think you probably read that situation right. And people are doing what they can and whatever you can do to help them out. You you do what's right. Don't go crazy. I mean, we all know those people that are, like, ridiculously generous to a fault. Don't be that person right now. But also don't be, you know, Mr. Scrooge. He was very appreciative. I I knew he was an out-of-work construction worker. You know, you don't drive a a $50,000 truck to deliver, you know, food. Right, right. I think you're gonna we're gonna see a lot more of that in the coming months, unfortunately, Jim. I appreciate the call. Six one seven two six six sixty eight sixty eight. All right, when we come back, it is March thirty first. That means it's the end of the month. Sound bites of the month when we return. It's VB, you're in the middle on RKO. And now it's time for VB's Sound Bites of the Month. When the Lord closes a door, he opens a window. I will find that window and crawl through it with you. I promise you that. New York State clean hand sanitizer. It has a very nice floral bouquet. Little I detected lilac. Hydrangea, tulips, what is my team? They don't call Super Tuesday for nothing. By the way, it's my little sister Valerie, and I'm Jill's husband. Oh no, this No, you switched on me. This is my wife, this is my sister. They switched on me. Okay, domani di me, domani. Non pensate da anni, domani. You're actually sitting too close. You should really, we should probably get rid of about. Another 75, 80% of you. I'll have just two or three that I like in this room. I think that's a great way of doing it. But we've literally got to the point where our basic position is until the gut, until the thing shows up here in the Commonwealth of Mass, it doesn't exist. We can put politics aside and meet the moment like governors all across this nation are doing. Governor Mike DeWine in Ohio, Governor Larry Hogan in Maryland, Governor Charlie Parker in Massachusetts. Yeah, I am at home, taking a jacuzzi, smoking a little stogie. Just remember, stay at home, don't go to droughts. Put that cookie down. Bloomberg spent $500 million on ads. U.S. population, $327 million. Uh, don't tell us if you're ahead of us on the math. He could have given each American $1 million and have had lunch money left over. It's an incredible way of putting it. Your needs will be able to get eventually. Uh, look, look, don't be a cutie pie, okay? Without further ado, here's your host for this afternoon's ceremony, Victor Bravo. All right, it's Sound Bites of the Month time. I don't know what these are, but I can tell you, Lightning, you made a mistake because if Ryan Williams didn't make the top five, there's no way. There's absolutely no way that that's not a top five soundbite. But let's find out what did make the top five without further ado. For the month of March, here is soundbite number five. You spent a lot of time in Texas. Um, what do you- Tejas, we'd say here. 
What'd you say? Tejas. Tejas. That's Spanish for Texas. Okay. <laughs> that was this month. Doesn't it feel like forever ago? I mean, I'm talking months ago, almost last year. Tejas. And Tejas. it was two days later, or one day later, really, that... See you later, Mike Bloomberg. If for those that don't know, that was Mike Bloomberg trying to sound hip before Super Tuesday. It's pronounced Tejas. Oh my God. Don't Tejas no, with Tejas. It's pronounced <laughs> Hasta La Vista, baby. Oh See my. you later, Mike Bloomberg. Oh. That is one of the greats, man alive. It's pronounced Tejas. Man, are you cool and hip, Mike? You really, you may be a billionaire, but you're just Ooh. awesome, dude. Oh my God, I can't. <laughs> I love that one will never not make me laugh. Just phenomenal. All right. That that is a good start. But I still think I don't know how Brian Williams can have made this top five. Here is soundbite number four for the month of March. And I haven't touched my face in weeks. (laughs) In weeks. I miss it. (laughs) Ain't that the truth? So one of the challenges of this lightning, and I'm not jealous of you, but every month you have to pick out the five best and you're you can't just do five Trumps. You can't do five Joe Bidens. You got to kind of pick and choose which one you go with. I thought the one that you had in the intro of Trump was pretty good, but I had forgotten about that one. There's some good Trump ones this month. <sighs> I miss touching my face. I love <laughs> that. That also seems like I would have sworn that was in February, but apparently, <sighs> no, that was in March. I know. All right, sound bite number three. If I get corona, I get corona. At the end of the day, I'm not going to let it stop me from partying. You know, I've been waiting. We've been waiting for Miami spring break for a while. About two months we've had this trip planned. Whatever happens, happens. Like, it's really messing up with my spring break. What is there to do here other than go to the bars or the beach and they're closing all of it? It's really messing up. I think they're blowing it way out of proportion. Going as bad. I'm just going to stop it there. (laughs) I mean, the spring breakers could be all like that could be the top five. All of those idiots. Corona's Uh, Corona. We're just going to party. I get the Corona. I get the Corona. It's not going to stop me from partying. All right. I really need a follow up. Whoever the person was that (laughs) gathered that sound. Where's Oprah when you need her? Oprah, find every one of the kids in that montage. And can we just find out a which one, how many of them got it? B, what are they doing right now, those guys? I feel like they're the ones that have caused <laughs> our basketball nets to be zip-tied because those kids can't stop doing what they do. They're uh. just going to keep drinking till everything, like, closes. It's kind of a bummer because we're on spring break and nothing's open. Oh, yeah, that really sucks. Oh, I can't handle it. I can't do Man, it. Can't that's do it. not number one for the month. Yeah, All be right, like so. Shattuck on your spring break. Exactly. Yeah. Give me soundbite number two for the month of March. I'm fine. I'm eighty. I'm eighty-one years old. I'm just. I, I'm just going with it. You're handling like a trooper. <laughs> Lots of beer in the fridge. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's not number one. I know. I she's messed like, that up. I th- remember. I, I don't think even I know. messed it up, she, baby. She's from Massachusetts. I think she's like eighty. Yeah, we might have to bump her to number one. Actually. Uh, well, in, we'll instead. see. But she. She's just in her car, and they're getting quick sound, like, how you handling this? And she's like, yeah, whatever. We go with the flow. Well, that's pretty upbeat. Yeah, I got a lot of beer in the fridge. If there's one thing you didn't expect to hear from her, she's on more if – you, if you could see her. It was just Ugh. an awesome sound bite. Uh, whoever that reporter was, was like, was just good. turning, like, please tell me you were rolling. And he, oh, yeah, I got it. And they were like, we're done for the day because you weren't going to beat that. Although, apparently, somebody beat <laughs> that for sound bites of the month without further ado. We hold these truths to be self-evident. 
All men and women created by the go, you know the you know the thing. You know what, Lightning? I, I step back. She isn't number one. He is. You did the right thing. He but that you know the thing. The thing. That was this month. Man, uh, Brian Williams. I'm almost having to rescind that. Brian Williams has to be in there, but what am I taking out? I know. It's Trump touching his face, maybe. It's crazy. Crazy times, crazy sound bites. If you missed any of it, Lightning will have it podcast soon. Uh, the state statewide emergency of stay at home has been extended to May 4th. We all knew that was coming. It's official. Man, it's unbelievable. Buck up, hang in there if you can, people. The Howie Car Show's coming up next. Try and stay safe. Tomorrow at noon, we're going to meet back here in the middle. VB in the middle. WRKO. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.